Hello and welcome to this podcast is rigged with JW Riggs. I'm your host, uh, my voice, I'm your host JW Riggs. I have a great guest today. You might have seen him on TikTok with some of his hilarious nostalgic videos about the 90s and early 2000s. Carlos, the nostalgic Latino. How are you doing today, Carlos? What's going on, J-Dub? What's cracking? Not much, not much. Super excited for this. Your videos are great. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for, for having me. Glad to be oh, here. No, no problem. I love the early 2000s and the 90s, even though I was born in 04. It's like my siblings are a little older than me, so it's something uh-huh. I've always been really attached to. Cool, cool. I was about to ask you that question in regards to like, oh, hey, uh, you know, I'm we were just talking right before before we started recording and i was, I was thinking to myself um uh you, you know what what kind of what kind of got your attention you know obviously the the generational gap is there yeah it, it is but at the same time it's um i'm kind of different some from some other kids in my generation where they uh i grew up watching spongebob but a lot of other kids grew up watching spongebob when I was still watching Rugrats. So, oh, okay. That makes sense. So, and like Amazing World of Gumball and regular show, I started watching just a few years ago. Like I didn't watch those. Like at the same time as other kids, I watched stuff like um, old Looney Tunes and just stuff like that. And even some like um, Dexter's Laboratory. Nice, nice. So J-Dub, it sounds like you're built different. Yes, built different. Like, yeah, I like that. Built different. Uh, since this is a audio podcast, the, the audience can't see, but I'm actually wearing a ghost face shirt. So it's like, dude, no. I love. Uh, he's my favorite horror. Uh, my horror villain. He's a. Uh, he's near and dear to me from Scream <laughs> One. The scre- Scream. The first Scream is is by far my favorite horror film. I love that movie so much. I really don't watch horror movies, but. Um, few years ago right before the pandemic so october 2019 i just i was scrolling on netflix i was like hmm, wonder what this is as i asked my parents if i could watch it like i've heard of scream but i was like i've never mm-hmm. watched it so like i watched it and it was okay but like during the pandemic and stuff i was reading more on scream and everything and now it's one of my favorite movies of all time is i guess uh this past october one of my friends that I work with was saying, hey, uh, a theater down the road is showing uh, Scream, the 20th, uh, the 25th anniversary. Want to go? I was like, sure. So I actually got to see it in theaters for the 25th anniversary. And Heck yeah. That was awesome. Just like my love for Scream got even bigger through that. So was like, this is great. It was so much fun. Yeah, you got to do is just uh, pick up the phone and just hear somebody in the other line and What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> See, and it's it's so weird because then I was like, I was watching the movie and I was thinking like they were even questioning the guy for having a cell phone. Like now that wouldn't even be like a question. But back then oh, it quite was. So. Yeah, of- it's a, it's a, it's something that doesn't necessarily, you know, it doesn't age well, but the sentimental stuff right. definitely does. Right. I really do enjoy it, though. Um, It's just like 90s and 2000s. I was kind of my childhood was kind of built on that stuff like Dexter's Mm -hmm. Lab, like I mentioned before, Rugrats, uh, the Muppets, which again, for those of you, since this is audio, I have a Muppets poster behind me. I have the Elf record. I have a a, uh, wood carving of Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. Damn it, Bobby. So it's like, I love that so much. And it's just like, I love the 90s and early 2000s. So I was like, I'm just going to talk about it. And I'm going to talk about yeah, yeah. on television. Talk about what I'm I love. Totally down. So, um, sorry, I've been talking about myself for the last few minutes. Of, but, no, by uh, all means, it's, 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 it's a conversation between <laughs> you and me. It's, I'm, I'm I'm really interested about the things that really resonate with you from the '90s and the 2000s, because um, you know, because when when I was dang, I sound really old when I say when I was your age, you know, <laughs> these kind of things really like these are the things that kind of shaped my personality, shaped my tastes, my likes, my dislikes, 
you know, in regards to style, music, movies, and, you know, that was, that was like the golden, the golden age for me between the 90s and 2000, early 2000s and whatnot. So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that to hear that a lot of that stuff kind of resonates with you in a sense, maybe not to the same aspect where it's like a, you know, a form of nostalgia, but it does give you that sentimental feeling of, you know, of enjoyment and happiness, I, I would hope. And, yes. and that, that's, that's, that's good to hear. That's, uh, it, it's really cool, honestly. And um, it's just something that's like, uh, at work and stuff, when I'm listening to music, or I'm doing something, and someone happens to hear my music through like, if I put my earbud down or something, I'm listening mm-hmm. to, let's say, this happens every once in a while, let's say Spice Girls or something like that, usually not Spice Girls, but something <laughs> it's like, and then the person next to me is listening to, um, I'm trying to think of a new artist, like, let's say like um, Charlie Poof or something like that. So it's yeah. like, it's that, yeah, it's kind of strange, but then I kind of listen to some of their music, then I kind of show them some of my music. Like, um, I got someone to listen to Foo Fighters. That's like one of my all-time favorite bands. Got someone at work to listen to Foo Fighters, and it's like, mission accomplished. This is good. (laughs) Yeah, Foo Fighters, that's one of those few bands that have actually, they've gone through that generation of 90s to 2000s, 2010s, maybe mid-2010s, and and they're still just as popular, man. It's if... uh, so yeah, that's that's definitely. But Spice Girls, really? You like Spice Girls? Are you sure, or are you just saying that for the show? What, what the heck is going on? I don't know. It's just like the wannabe song. It's just like when I'm doing something at work, like I'm putting something together or something. Is uh, I work at a theater, so popping popcorn or something. It's like uh-huh. I have my earbud in. It's just something to good to pop popcorn to, just kind of listen to. Do you, Do you mind if I share a small little story about that real quick? Sure, go ahead. So, I mean, since you mentioned Spice Girls, they had a movie called Spice World. I don't know if you know about that. I've heard. And uh, it's, it's, I remember, I'm, I'm probably like 13 or 13 or 12. I don't know. I don't know when, when that came out. But obviously it, it was, it, the, the whole thing with Spice Girls was like, girl power, let's go. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, oh, man, but I really like their music, but. I'm going to be going to go watch a movie by myself and, right. and I'm going to feel really weird. Cause there's just going to be a bunch of girls there. I'm like, what do I think about cooties? I'm going through this phase where I'm like not a teen, but I'm kind of a teen. Right. So I, I, I regret watching that movie. That movie's really bad. Right. I think you should probably watch it at least once just so you can understand how bad it is. But I had the biggest crush on posh spice who ended up getting married to David Beckham, which is like super handsome guy. I was like, man, I can't compete with that. Dang it. <laughs> I, but, didn't realize, uh, I didn't realize that's who she was married to. I knew she was married. Yeah. I didn't know. So that's that's just one little funny story that, that I remember specifically about Spice Girls. And you had mentioned the movie. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, oh, I, I've heard some pretty mixed stuff about that movie. Is uh, two of my friends that have been on this podcast before. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them did some stuff in the '90s. Adam Wiley, he was in like Picket Fences and some shows like that. He um, whoa, that that little dude, the the little blonde dude, the little blonde dude whoa, that was in Kindergarten Cop. Dude, I know Adam Wiley from Picket Fences. What the heck, man? That TikTok. is wild. He's on TikTok. Okay, I'll, I'll say what's up to, to Adam. Man, he. I remember him being a little kid and pick a fence. Man, I remember the intro to that show too. And uh, I had I had a, a huge crush on the uh, the older sister. No, not on the older sister. On uh, Lauren Holly. She was the uh, the cop. She was the female cop. Oh man, there was an episode where she was offering a Game Boy and some cake to the middle kid, <laughs> to the middle child. Oh man, you can find it on YouTube. Just look up Lauren Holly pick a fences. Man, Adam Wiley. Yeah, what a lucky guy. Jeez, man, what a lucky kid, dude. Man, he probably wasn't even going through puberty at the time, but man, Adam, big, big shout out to you, boy. <laughs> he, uh, he's he been on the podcast twice, and it's something back to Spice Girls. He, um, Him and his wife, like I play video games with him some, and him and his wife absolutely love that movie. Like they've watched mm-hmm. it a few times. It's like he tells mm-hmm. me about this movie. He's like, I honestly don't know about this. This seems really weird and strange. That movie just seems weird. That's, that's wild. It's a man. I, I, geez, 
That's just that's Adam Wiley. And most people probably would have been like, man, who's Adam Wiley? I'm like, dude, you haven't, you don't know. Man, Adam Wiley, geez. So I, I I didn't mean to like name drop there. It's just sometimes I just mention like something else. Like if I remember something that another guest has mentioned before. So no, I mean, the fact that you name dropped that guest made me nostalgia hard <laughs> about a time in my life when I was much younger. I was like, dang, dude, it's like, that's, that's good. You did a good job. I Thank mean, I'm not you. trying to put them on blast or anything, but I'm really glad that you mentioned it because you just brought me back at one point. Well, uh, yeah, go uh, go look at him on TikTok. He's, uh, I believe he just hit a million followers too. So Wow. Okay, I'll definitely go ahead and shout him out. He actually uh, duetted one of my videos, so that was pretty cool. That was, that was cool. pretty cool. So, but uh, now back to you. What was some of your, uh, of course, on TikTok, you talk about nostalgia a lot, hence the name. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's, what were like some of your shows that you watched younger that you still like are kind of attached to? Oh man, I I've always I've always loved the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I've always seen them kind of evolve because I, I I fell in love with those guys back in the eighties. I was I was maybe like five or something, and watching the TV show, and it was like Turtle Mania. And afterwards, the movie comes out. I'm freaking out, and I'm like, I want to be Ninja Turtle for Halloween. And then you know, of course, you get older, and then but Ninja Turtle still kind of is still a thing. And they end up remaking it on Fox Kids. And then they remake it again on Nickelodeon. And then they came out with a CG movie. So that's definitely something that always sticks around um, with me. Also, the Power Rangers, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, particularly like the first three, three, four seasons up to like maybe Power Rangers Turbo is definitely close uh, to my heart. It is really cool because like Power Rangers, anytime that they would fight the bad guys, you know, when they're not in costume, they uh, did all of the scenes at a nearby park that was near uh, my house, maybe like mm-hmm. a 10, 15 minute drive. And I would always be like, oh, man, I, I, I would always tell, you know, my dad or my mom, you know, either take me over there to, to uh, Kenneton Park here in uh, L.A. or Culver City. <laughs> and um, and I was always hoping like, oh, gosh, please let me run into these guys, please, please. <laughs> But I never did. But I, I always had this hope that I would always run into them at some point because, you know, the playground looked familiar to me and was like, oh, man, you know what? The Black Ranger was on top of this tire. I'm going to get on top of this tire, too. And I'm going to do a jump kick. And I was like, that, that, was, that was definitely one of those one of those surreal moments where it was like, whoa, these guys are like legit. And uh, but um, uh, not to kind of go off on a tangent there, but. But I got some other shows. I'm, I'm a really big fan of Nicktoons. So like yeah. Doug, Rugrats. Doug, Rugrats. Um, I want to think. Doug, Rugrats. Those, those are the two that, that stick with me. Doug, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. And um, I think when I was in high school, that's when SpongeBob just barely started coming out. But uh, SpongeBob was, had always had that catchy theme song. It got a little annoying after a while, but yeah. but SpongeBob has definitely transcended generation. That's it. That show's been on for like almost like twenty years, I think, man. 19... That's, that's... Sorry for interrupting, but nineteen ninety nine, I believe. Yeah, dang. See, look, I was like in uh, I was like in seventh seventh grade. Yeah, dude, that was that's that's wild. So uh, yeah, yeah. So th- those those are definitely shows, and that and um, Cartoon Network. Cartoon or cartoon cartoon. So like uh like Johnny Bravo, um, Dexter's Lab, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um I think the original Star Wars Clone Wars came out, the animated version of that came out on there too. So that was pretty that was pretty cool. Dang, Star Wars too. That Star Wars Phantom Menace came out in ninety-nine. Wow. I love that. That's a, that's uh it's a correlates. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people hate the prequels, but I actually love the prequels. It's like I grew up I, on those. Yeah, I love the prequels. I grew up on the prequels. The thing is that, you know, everybody talks like Star Wars, like, oh, it's the greatest movie ever. The best movie ever is Empire Strikes Back. But I can't resonate with that because that stuff was out before I was even born. So for me, it's really close to me, specifically episode one. And I never get tired of watching the pod racing scene. 
like the little kid, Jake Lloyd, I mean, he did whatever he could as, as Anakin and they gave him a lot of flack for it, but I, I really appreciated his, his acting in, in that movie, you know, especially for that pod racing scene. That was so fun to watch, especially in theater. I remember watching it like five times in the theater. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I, I actually, um, I really resonate with the third one. Uh, that, that sounds wrong as well. Anakin turned evil in that one. But mm. <laughs> not not because of that. I'm not evil. I'm not going to turn what? it into a Are Sith sure? Lord. Yeah, I'm not going to turn it into a You're trying to take her away from me. I, uh, Liar! <laughs> I, just, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. That, that came out about a year or so after I was born, a year or two after I was born. So that and Incredibles were like my first two movies in theaters. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's, that's so special to me. And... Um, the funny thing is I was watching that movie with a few of my friends from my youth group a few years back and we were watching it and one of the kids in my youth group actually looks like the kid that said what are you doing uh master skywalker before oh i love that scene so much that's my favorite scene out of out of episode three Uh, i I love it it's 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 awesome master skywalker what are we gonna do (laughs) <laughs> I, have, I have like two videos every every fourth every every uh there's there's a there's a holiday the star wars holiday it's may the fourth be with you yes every may 4th i post a video that involves that scene and i love that scene oh it's 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 great though uh but one of my friends it's like i was watching with a few of my buddies from my youth group and one of my friends goes, hey, that looks like me when I was a little kid. So he pulled up a photo. <laughs> it actually looked like him. So now we make That's fun crazy. of him about that. So it's That's it's, wild. It, it is wild. It's it's pretty good, though. I mean, uh, Star Wars. Uh, were you a Star Trek fan? I know that's that's a complex there, Star Wars and Star Trek. You know what? I couldn't get into Star Trek um, as a kid. I guess because whenever I saw Star Trek, I was like, where's the lightsabers? Where's the action? <laughs> like, it, it, the cool thing about Star Trek, though, as I got older, is that I, I, I did enjoy watching the movies and the show. Like, there's um, my favorite Star Trek movie is Star Trek First Contact. And, I'm, and I really do like Captain Jean-Luc Picard of the USS Enterprise. He's, a, he's, he's the man. <laughs> and... Um, that's uh yeah it's, it's, but like Star Wars was always like the better option for me because I mean I never really saw myself as like oh hey I'm gonna go to Toys R Us and get a Star Trek blaster no how about I go get a Star Wars lightsaber and, you know and it was like it's like immediately immediately you just you I just wanted like fun and action as opposed to Star Trek, which I felt was a lot more intellectual and dealt with a lot more real, real, real topics in that in that regard, which is which is something that is probably better to watch when you're much older. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Like I, I still have not watched Star Trek. I need to. I know I, it's good. It's I know you, culture. Hey man, you don't you don't have to, man. You don't don't you don't have to force yourself to watch Star Trek. I mean, you know what? The movies are not that bad. I mean, the the latest one. Like the ones with um, Chris Pine in them, yeah, they're not that bad. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, I, I'll give it a shot. It, they 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 look pretty good. I'll, uh, I have a little time coming up to watch the movies, so I mean, it's like, hey, this weekend I might watch them. So, well, you work in a theater, right? Yes, yes, I do. So, uh, so how I, do you how do you is it because do you ever find yourself? not wanting to watch movies as much because you're in a theater you know where it's like you don't want to kind of get your job involved so much so to speak unless you're like a true lover of movies and you're like a aficionado connoisseur of indie films and so and so and cult nostalgia um like how, guess, how do you how do you handle that i mean i love my job it's it's a lot of fun i, I wouldn't trade it for the world honestly but um it's just like a lot of the times I, I do want to go see a movie like um, every once in a while, there'll be that time like after like I leave work is like, yeah, I'll, I'll go watch a movie another day. But usually I see a movie about once a week, uh, once every other week. So mm-hmm. 
even on my off days, like, like my manager, I always, uh, I call up and say, Hey, can I see a movie? Cause I always do that before I go see a movie. So, so they're, uh, they're used to hearing my voice over the phone. <laughs> hey, J-Dub at this point, you're gonna, uh, uh, gonna have to hold the contest. So that way you give a, a giveaway for a, a free pair of tickets for Spider-Man No Way Home oh, for showing. Cause uh, that was nuts trying to get tickets last night, man. Did you try to get tickets? Yeah, I mean, eventually I got them, but I got them like earlier this morning because that's when it's, you know, so down, but all the good seats are taken, but I need to, I need to be able to get into that movie theater because that's like the end game for all Spider-Man movies. And it's yeah. like, oh man, the hype is too strong. The hype is too strong. The the, the hype is too strong. And it's like yeah. pre-sale and everything. And I was looking at how packed it's going to be, like just like other theaters and stuff is like, this is going to be, this is going to be something. This is going to be busy. This, this oh, is going to be fun though. Like Hopefully I, you get an advanced screening or something. Uh, I'll be able to watch it the week after or uh, like on my next off day after the movie comes out, I'll probably be able to watch it as long as it's not too busy. I could uh, mm-hmm. go and watch it if I want to. So Cool. Which I definitely would want to. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that movie is, is a lot of hype because we're kind of on the topic of nostalgia. There's literally a generation, which is my generation, that got raised on watching Tobey Maguire and Kristen Dunst and, and, and um, versus the Green Goblin, you know, uh, it, that, that, that was just, you know, obviously it's a meme now, but, uh, but man, it's just that score by Danny Elfman and, and the costume. And then, you know, there's people that grew up watching Andrew Garfield with the amazing Spider-Man. And then you have this latest generation that's watching Tom Holland, watching, uh, you know, the Spider-Man movies, it's, it's got to be, now th- there's no co- confirmation that they're going to show up, but everybody's right. literally trying to manifest and bring every type of positive vibe, whatever prayer, whatever you got to do to get them in there. Cause that's the, the hype is too strong, man. And yeah, I feel that a lot of people are either going to be super elated, super, you know, happy crying, or they're going to get super disappointed i'm hoping it's not the latter i i'm hoping not the latter but i'm excited for it but uh the the one thing is even though i'll be seeing it like after a lot of people is i'll be seeing it like a week or two after uh is i i kind of want to wait a little bit for the crowd to die down a little bit before i see it mm-hmm. i'm just hoping i don't get spoilers so i might stay off of tiktok and instagram a little you're, bit you're gonna have to stay off social media all together my man yeah mm-hmm and stay away from some of my friends, like some of my uh, youth group friends and everything who are probably going to watch the movies. It's like, I could see it if I wanted to. I could see it a few days after it came out, after it comes out on my off day. But it's like, I might wait for the crowds to die down a little bit, even though I'm, I really want to see it. That's going to be hard for you, man, because like you'll be working and then you'll see people coming out of the theater. Like, wow, that was amazing. Oh, too bad J-Dub hasn't seen it. <laughs> And they were going to be talking about, yeah, you see that one scene with Mary Jane and this and the web shooters. And you're going to be like, womp, womp, wow. Hey, I make that noise. No, <laughs> I actually did make that noise one time at work. It's like, I don't even remember why. When my coworker said something, I was just going, wow, wow, wow. It, it was actually. <laughs> so, oh, speaking of sound effects, I have this. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Cheers, cheers, cheers. That's when the applause sign comes up. Whoa, I heard something bounce right out of here. Yeah, and then, uh, so if it was a uh, yeah. sequence from the early 2000s Disney shows, cheering. Oh, uh, oh, man. I have a bleeping noise, which is really annoying. And then I also have a tuba, which, if you're familiar with VeggieTales, that really sounds like the VeggieTales theme. I don't remember VeggieTales. VeggieTales was a very uh, what 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 network did VeggieTales show up on? I don't even know. It's like, or was it like a straight to VHS DVD kind of a thing? Because I've never seen it on TV. Either. I've only seen that you know, hey, the VeggieTales movie. Right. I think it was just on like VHS, and it just caught on like super quickly. It's like I grew up with it. Is um, I uh, 
I love VeggieTales, and I feel like it, it, it helps me quite a bit when I was younger. And I actually, I plan on being a preacher. So it's like I've used it in lessons before. So it's like I used uh, VeggieTales. I don't even remember which one it was. It was actually, I believe, one of the Larry Boy ones. It's like I used it, and it worked out pretty well. But. Well, VeggieTales. Yeah, I don't know too much about VeggieTales. I just know of VeggieTales. <laughs> there's a broccoli, there's a cucumber, there's a tomato somewhere. Uh, yeah, Bob the tomato, Larry the cucumber. <laughs> I don't remember the rest. I knew there was in, there was like a squash that was sad all the time. Is there like uh, like a bad person or somebody that always gets like, you know, that gets duped? Like, is there like a really mean cauliflower or something? There was, uh, there's a big, like, you know, there's like Larry the cucumber, and I don't know if it's his father or what, but there's this like big like it's not a cucumber, it's a pickle, and it's like he always plays the bad guy <laughs> in the Bible stories, and it's like that's funny. So it's like he was Goliath, and he was this, is this thinking why why do they always make him the bad guy? <laughs> well, that's funny. Oh, so uh, back to some other stuff from the '90s. Was there any other? Uh, was there anything that you watched recently and you were like, this isn't as good as I remember it being, sadly? Anything? Ooh, um, that is tough because a lot of things are getting rebooted or they're getting like, um, like sequels to them as well. I'm trying to think of something. Um, oh, you know what? There's a, because I think they're, there's a few things that they are rebooting. That, oh, you don't want Animaniacs. Animaniacs recently made a comeback. Yes. Animaniacs. It's, it's okay. You know what? It's, it's different. It's because I think you have to be in that like kid mindset to kind of let it go and just enjoy stuff as they are. And it's nice that they're back, but at the same time, it's like, Mm. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah, like um, and and um, I think when it comes to these, they they should probably concentrate on making them more adult themed, if that makes sense. Because a lot of people that will remember a lot of these reboots and stuff will are basically older folks. Um, but I totally get them having to be able to kind of bridge the gap between generations so that way um uh that way it's it's just as good oh you know what it's actually that's 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 been around for a while and and i think hasn't really skipped the beat blues clues yes most definitely like it it, it came back it was, it was gone for a few years and then uh it came back with another host and it's it's doing pretty good my my five-year-old niece watches it watches the new yeah, one yeah blues clues is good and because everybody a lot of folks grew up on steve and and some of yeah. them on joe but it's even the, the latest one i like the way how they present that one that was really nice I, I grew up on joe like i grew up on steve but it's like joe was around when i was really little so it's like i grew up mm-hmm. on both of them but like i really remember joe and they all look good they, they, they all look pretty much the same honestly they both yeah it, it's pretty wild bald, but that, that that's about it <laughs> Oh, here's here's another one I, I just remembered. Uh, they recently remade. It's like a reboot of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Are you familiar with that? Yes, I have. <laughs> I haven't watched the reboot, but is wasn't it on like CW or something? Yeah, it's on the CW right now. It's it it's not the same, but it's they try, and I guess a part of me. It still is like okay. I kind of want to see one team actually succeed and win because right. that's actually quite fulfilling. But it doesn't have the same excitement as the other one. Maybe because there's no studio audience oh. and there's like no like tribal music in the background or anything. But Olmec is still there, and they still have all of these questions, and they do all of these silly events and stuff. But maybe it's just funnier when kids are doing it. Maybe as long as, uh, sorry for everything, but as long as it doesn't turn into like a, a Legend of the Hidden Temple uh, Squid Games edition, of that that would be bad. You just, you just start seeing arrows fly everywhere. It's like, what? Where's that coming from? <laughs> Steve, no. Oh, geez. 
Uh, the, I still have not watched uh, Squid Game, but but I've heard I've heard some stuff. Like I saw one episode, saw the red light, green light episode, and it's like I'm gonna need to watch wow. the rest of this. I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's the one that sticks with a lot of people. So if you've seen that one, then uh, you should know what to expect out of the uh, the rest of this show. Yeah, so it's it's not for everybody, but I totally um, get you know if you have your own um, hesitations about it. I tried showing somebody and then um, a cousin of mine, and they're like, "No, this is too graphic." I'm like, "Well, I, don't know, I think it's pretty fun, but you know, teach their own." Yeah. Um, but uh, back to some other shows, and you're talking about like reboots and remakes and stuff. Show I really think they need to bring back, and the comic strips are still around. Is Dilbert? I have the complete series on DVD. I love this show. It it's like it's an adult uh, comedy or it's adult animated comedy like uh, Family Guy, but a little cleaner than Family Guy. It's it's similar to like Baby Blues and some other shows like that that were based off of comic strips, and they just decided to make shows on like UPN and WB in the early two thousands of it. So that pretty cool show. You know, the, uh, Dilbert I haven't seen in forever. Like that's definitely something that I completely forgot about and i appreciate you bringing that back which is weird because uh, dilbert's dilbert's story is you know he's always in a cubicle mm-hmm. and uh, he's always working in the office and i remember he, what's the name of his dog oh dogbert right dogbert right yeah there you, you got go, Bert. yeah there's dogbert and then uh there's a little devil dogbert as well uh dang that that's cool but if we're talking about comic strips like there's a uh like I've always um, resonated well with the peanuts, yeah, Charlie Brown in them. I would and, have look. Uh, I I have a book. It's like this huge book of Charlie Brown and everything. I was just moving it for my setup, but look at that. Oh, that's cool! It's yeah. a Charlie's literally like anxiety thing. Yeah, and it's just all about Charlie Brown. Uh, sorry for interrupting. That just reminded me. It's like, hey, this is awesome. So I need to talk about. Yeah. So, for people that are listening in the podcast, you can't see, you can't literally sure. see sure. what he's holding up, but just picture Charlie Brown uh, in a very good grief kind of moment. But he's just like anxiety, and yes. he's just giving this really weird frown. It's not a sad face. It's like a frown, like oh, he's not again. Like where where's the little redhead girl? She said she, she didn't say hi. Jeez, but if uh, a good dose of nostalgia is watching the Peanuts movie, the the latest one that was uh, a CG animation, that yeah. one's really well done. That one's uh, that one brought a tear to my eye at the very end. So that was that was a good one. I love that, uh, and I feel like every uh, everybody could resonate. Is everybody has that 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 little redhead girl that. It gets away. So, oh yeah, definitely like the, the, the the little redhead girl. So there's always somebody that you're trying to impress when you're a kid. Yep. Or when you're 17, there there's always that girl. Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. <laughs> it's different. You know, when you're much yeah. older. I mean, when you're like in a, in a in elementary school, you're just like, oh, I hope she sits in the desk right next to me because I could accidentally, you know hope that she drops her pencil and I could pick it up and I could spark the conversation with her. Oh man. You know, as opposed to like when you're 17, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of going through that phase. I'm like, okay, how do I talk to her? Which is a better pickup line. Should I ask her go to go out to eat? Should I get her? So it's, there's a, there's a lot of things that are involved yeah. um, in that one. So that, I mean, yeah, that's, that's just good. Now, uh, I'm surprised, honestly. I, like, there's been jokes about this and stuff, and I think Jimmy Fallon did a sketch of it. But, like, a Peanuts version of, like, Riverdale would be kind of funny. Just, like, them as teenagers. No, that that, that would honestly be pretty bad. <laughs> that, have, you, have you seen Riverdale? Yes. I okay. Agree. So, uh, folks, that, that, I'm, I think probably people that listen to this podcast probably are aware of Riverdale. Riverdale is based off of Archie old comic and they just kind of contemporized it to today's day i'm gonna tell you right now riverdale season one is probably the best riverdale now and i'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for this has (laughs) really gone downhill so much i'm sorry it's just it's a slow burn after season maybe two and a half maybe three 
but after after four i was like ah, i can't do it anymore man like don't get me wrong i i enjoy teen drama like i used to watch gossip girl the oc you know What's back in the early 2000s yeah. uh and uh gilmore girls uh, dawson's creek um and and it's just i mean they have those same type of themes but these are just like I don't know. It's just Riverdale. It's just, it's it's not, it's it's not, you know, it hit different first, but now it's just it's not it's not hitting the same way as it used to anymore. Maybe that's just me. Sorry if I'm going off on a tangent. I, I agree. I go off on tangents all the time. I mean, you you mentioned uh Gilmore Girls and uh, that kind of brings me back to earlier. I mean, Adam Wiley from Picket Fences was also on Gilmore Girls as Brad. You're right. Her friend in right. school, so it's like, or I guess her friend in high school, they were friends. They didn't show him too much, but I would say him and Rory were friends. I, I don't know. <laughs> do you know what? At this, you know how there's seven degrees to Kevin Bacon. We're gonna have to do it like a seven degrees to Adam Wiley. It's it's awesome. Like honestly, <laughs> we probably could. We honestly probably could if you would. I mean, it's up to you. No, so we still have a few more. That's funny. That, that uh, maybe. Uh, Maybe one time, like, I would love to have you back on the podcast again, and maybe, like, I could have Adam pop in, and we could do, like, seven degrees of Adam Wiley, or that could be a TikTok. <laughs> like, that, that, that would be hilarious TikTok. Uh, that'll be a good, that'll be a good one for him. That's funny. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, I, I feel bad I haven't asked you too much about TikTok or anything like that. Um, uh, how did you get into TikTok? Was it because of the pandemic? Did you join when a lot of people, including myself, joined? Or were you before the pandemic or slightly after? No, I mean, I was, it was when I joined, I joined at the very end of 2019. And I think that was, that's when you were hearing rumblings about the pandemic you know the the, the pandy the pandy man is gonna gonna show up soon and um and i was just really bored and i was like you know i i, I, I kind of dabbled because i used to i used to use vine um back in like 2014 between 2014 and 2016 before it died and i've always had an affinity and a passion for film and being able to do jokes that had this really quick punchline to them and Vine really hit the spot, but that six second, uh, I think it was six seconds. Yeah, it was six seconds. And, um, and you know, some people were good at it. Me, personally, I probably wasn't the best. But 15 seconds, I felt that that was a really good sweet spot because it gave me just enough time for me to be able to do, a, do like a buildup to, to whatever that punchline was. But, but, yeah, I ended up hopping on that in december maybe even late november of 2019 and um and that's when i just kind of started a a really go into a niche type of a deal i was like oh you know what i wonder if people remember waking up to the shirley temple dvd collection yes you know back in the day i was about to mention that yeah and i was like uh i was like hmm let me let me film this real quick and it was just you know me laying down in bed waking up groggily and it was uh um animal crackers in my soup monkeys and rabbits yeah so so and and you said and i remember back when that would always show up i would be like why would i want this you know like why is this showing up on cartoon network in the middle of the night like at 1 or 2 a.m and it's like at what point in time would i want to order this dvd collection of this little girl that sang musicals and was a star back in the you know 40s and the you know the 30s and like i cannot relate to this <laughs> but that song got stuck in my head and it got really catchy over the years so that is definitely something of a memory that i i definitely enjoy and then once uh once that one hit then i started doing more little wake up reactions to like uh you know the george lopez uh, did you do that one? yeah the george lopez show i did that one because it's like oh my friends love the low rider yeah that one and uh and free free credit report.com uh 
oh. it was a bunch of them. It was education, uh, connection. G- education okay. connection, get connected for well, free. Please. And there's also, uh, I was like, uh, I want my money and I want it now. Call JG Wentworth, fuck now. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you'll start hearing, uh, or, or you'll just, you'll be able to, you'll probably be able to finish this off for me. And this is a little quiz for you here, J Dub. 800, 588 to 300. Empire today. <laughs> See what I Got mean? It. Yeah, it's I like those it. jingles that stick with you, and you're like, what the heck is going on? And um, like, but it's like, these are not things I probably don't need to do my carpet anytime soon, but I definitely know who to call if I ever have to at some point in time in my life. Oh, uh, what's another? Oh, have you done one on the general, the car entrance? Like, yep. I was gonna say is that yeah, it's like now they they do uh, commercials with Shaq and the rest yeah, of yeah, uh, yeah. NBA on TNT. So it's like, but I remember when it was just a general. The animation was super bad. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all awesome. like 3D type of weird, bad, like old school Toy Story kind of mm-hmm. thing kind of a deal as uh for a little great great just get online call the general and save some time yeah that's wow these are all bringing back some memories i'm on tiktok i actually recently i guess last night or today i posted a video of an old campbell soup commercial evidently it was the one with the snowman it was the one with the snowman okay go i'll let you finish i didn't mean to interrupt I remember that i'm sorry i've interrupted you a few times so like I, i remember that commercial from like whenever I was little and it still played until like, I guess, 2014 or something, but evidently it came out in like 92 or 94. So it's like, wow, that, that, that commercial played for a very long time. There's that commercial. There's a, uh, uh, for those that are listening, it's, it's a little kid. Oh no, actually, no, no, hold on. It's a snowman that's outside and he's freezing his butt off and he goes, he goes inside the house and you're like, what is a snowman going in? He smells this hot soup all of a sudden, and he sits at the table, and mom comes out of nowhere and just serves a bowl of hot soup of chicken noodle soup. The snowman starts eating it, and you're thinking to yourself, how is this snowman eating soup? This makes no sense. And the snowman starts melting like crazy. And then all of a sudden, he, it's a big reveal. It wasn't a snowman. It was the sun. It was a little five-year-old, six, seven-year-old little brat the whole time that was, you know, chilling outside, literally. And he managed to get some Campbell's soup, and he is, you know, he's warmed up, and he's good to go. And that kid was, like, you know, super wet and sweaty and stuff by the end of that commercial. But, man, that chicken noodle soup, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's that. Uh, now, now I want chicken noodle soup. I had potato soup tonight, so that was good. But big potato soup is just as good. Yeah, yeah. I love. I, lo- I just. I love potatoes. So, uh, but another soup commercial, I guess. Seth Boyardee. They did that commercial. Kind of have the song in my head. The do 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 do. Yeah, where like you would see the can and then roll off the shelf, and it just kept rolling and rolling and rolling until like it got to the person's house, and it like rolled in front of their TV or something. It's really weird. It's like very vivid in my mind. I watched it on YouTube a few months ago again. But you saw, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that one. Uh, for those who need a visual on that one, it's a little can. Like, can we have oh. Chef Boyardee? No, we have it at home. And Ken just rolls all the way back home. He's like, <laughs> what do you want for dinner? I'm like, oh, this. So that it was a <laughs> Chef, Chef Boyardee ravioli. Yeah. One. Do, you, uh, do you remember the. Uh, uh, there's a Hershey's Kisses commercial. Ding, 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 ding. Wait, wait. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll do, uh, I'll, um, I'll tell them what this one basically is. You know, it still plays today. I, I haven't seen it this year, but it still plays like last year. And it's played like every year of my life, or maybe it skipped a year, but <laughs> I always remember it. Where it, it's, there's one who is leading an orchestra full of Hershey Kisses. So those little chocolates wrapped in the tinfoil. And it's like he's just leading a band. He's a band conductor. And it's just do, 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 do. Yeah, I can't do this song. But and then the the bell goes off like a little like five seconds after the other ones on this little one. And then you kind of see him get a little nervous, like the one in the very back. So. Mm-hmm. And then uh, do you mind if I throw another one out there? 
Yo, let, 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 uh, we still have about, I guess, like five, ten minutes. When, however long you have, I mean, I'm good. So this no, is. I mean, I'm, I could, I could, I could talk about this all day, man. So check this out, J Dub. Do you remember? Um, I, I'm not, I'm not a big beer drinker, but do you remember a Corona commercial? And it was with a bunch of palm trees, and it's this guy whistling. He's whistling like a Christmas song, like. And then a bunch of them just, uh, a lot of palm trees just, just end up turning on Christmas lights. You know? No? No. I need to look this up. It's like Corona. Man. I don't, I don't compare Corona to like, I never, I like, I drinking's never like been a thing for me. Like I've never drank or anything. So it's like, I don't really like know like beer brands, but that one, of course I know because of the virus. So. Okay, well, because we're this is a non-alcoholic uh, uh, show type of deal, I'm going <laughs> to switch it to a different beverage now, okay? Coke. All right, so J- 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 yeah, there you go, J-Dub. Uh, you remember this uh, polar bear with the Coke? Yep, uh, and I'm drinking a Coke currently. This guy. Why you got to show off like that, J-Dub? I don't know. They're lucky that they can't see you. You look like a polar bear right now. Because <laughs> look, you're already wearing the Christmas red, man. Yeah, wearing Christmas red for those of you that don't know, yeah. I'm wearing a ghost face shirt, like I mentioned uh, earlier. It's ghost face with a red background. So, no. uh, so yeah, it's just like I love Christmas. Actually, for Halloween, uh, I was Buddy the Elf for Halloween, which um, through this interview, you've probably seen my personality a little bit, and I'm very, very Buddy the Elfish very child not childish childlike i like to say that i'm not childish some of my friends call me childish i'm childlike so <laughs> uh, I, I was buddy the elf for halloween and i um i just got the idea why don't i make a tiktok of it so i made a tiktok uh on halloween i went into walmart went to lawn and garden with the christmas stuff and i just started like making videos mm-hmm it, it was fun. Like I love Christmas, so nice. I, I I actually almost wore the Buddy the Elf costume on the interview just to see, like, because I'm gonna start doing that uh, since it's almost December. I'm gonna start doing that just to get guests' reactions. Cool. <laughs> that, 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 and then it, and then after that, you're gonna have to play Seven Degrees to Adam Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that that would be six degrees point. my bad yeah six degrees i was like seven degrees six would degrees. be a little difficult no, I, I, I could tell you about 98 degrees that was a boy band back then yeah uh, i don't know too much about them i know nsync backstreet boys <laughs> dream it's, street NSYNC. dang dream street you remember a dream? man what the heck my sister is uh oh, 29 okay. so <laughs> she has good taste uh, but yeah, Jesse McCartney was always on and on. Holy moly, Jesse yeah. McCartney, man! So Dream Street, like he was part of Dream Street. I I haven't heard Jesse McCartney's name in a long time, dude. He actually has a new album, which I actually really like. Like I listened to a song or two from it. And I was like, this is pretty cool. He's also on TikTok. Oh, man. So Jesse McCartney somehow. Some way, if you get like this small podcast, if you somehow listen to this, let me know. Like, like, come on, Jesse McCartney, we got this. We could do this interview. We'll we'll talk about we'll talk about your music. We'll talk about when you were on Hannah Montana. Come on, no. <laughs> you, could, you could talk about his involvement in the Kingdom Hearts video game series too. Yes, I just actually hold on. I had the Kingdom Hearts game right next to me for the PS2. I don't remember Man. where. Man, yeah, but he was a uh, he was the voice of. Roxas, I think. I'm not sure. I think so. I have epic Kingdom Hearts, uh, Kingdom Hearts for the PS2 right next to me. It's my brother's who uh, he nice. recently moved, uh, but uh, he left some of his games here. So Kingdom Hearts, for those of you who don't know, I'm holding Kingdom Hearts for uh, PS2. So <laughs> it's a good game. Yeah. Um, oh, let's see. What are some other, uh, some other jingles and stuff? I'm trying to think. Some other commercials there's always like the serial commercials like tony tiger what's tony tiger uh coco for coco puffs don't remember his name i think it's sunny 
Sunny. Oh, Sunny the uh, cuckoo. Yeah, the cuckoo bird or something. Yep. The tricks rabbit. I guess he really didn't have a name. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just I love commercials. It's like on some of my off days, I just watch commercials on YouTube for thirty minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I posted one, I guess, yesterday. It's like a old Disney Channel ad from when Even Stevens first came out. I, I posted it over on TikTok. It's like, I just wanted to see, like, if it would do any good on there. It's just, like, the characters introducing themselves and, like, their personalities. And it's like, I grew up watching Even Stevens. So I was like, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, is that a show you uh, you watched or? That was old school Disney Channel. That was uh, that was baby Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would watch it from you know every once in a while. It's not something that I actively seek, but it's definitely one of those shows. I was like, oh, okay, if it's even Steven, then I'm definitely seeing it on the Disney Channel. That that because that would be kind of coupled with the uh, with Lizzie McGuire. Yes, I love Lizzie McGuire. You know that show was supposed to come back last year but yeah they ended up not they, being able to do they can because uh because hillary duff wanted to attack a more adult themed version yeah. of i think like she was like already i think she was gonna be like a single mom or she was pregnant with like a kid or something and disney was just like no nah, we can't go that route because we have this image for for Lizzie McGuire and we don't want to ruin it and then there's differences there and then they're like okay we're just canning it I was like man yeah it's like ow that hurts that sucks I mean they should probably take a lot more of a realistic approach to a lot of these reboots and whatnot that that's what makes it work in my opinion I mean even um because I don't know if you're a big fan of like Carly I mean they brought it back recently and it's gotten a lot of uh, positive uh, feedback because it, it does tackle a lot of stuff, you know, that they're, that they're dealing with at, you know, being in the mid-20s or something like that. Right. Um, as opposed to trying to be, like, super silly and be, you know, acting clueless and being little kids. So, so yeah. Um, plus, it would be weird if they did. So, I mean, it, it makes more right. sense when they're a lot older. That would be very weird. Uh, one show that I absolutely love, Boy Meets World, I watch it now. Mm. Like I started a few weeks ago or a few months ago. I started watching it. And then as it's like, I've watched it my entire life, watching reruns and stuff. My parents love it. So um, my siblings love it too. So a few months ago, my brother and sister-in-law were in town. We watched a few episodes again. And then I was like, hmm, I'll, I'll start watching the whole thing. Well, I've been like, I watched the later seasons recently. Like I need to watch the whole thing in a sitting again because I've done it once or twice, but I love that show. It's a good show to go to sleep to. So, but then Girl Meets World, it's like, I feel like if it would have been on ABC instead of Disney Channel, they would have been able to tackle some of those more serious storylines that they did in Boy Meets World, like yeah. with Sean's dad or with Sean's parents in general and just stuff like uh -huh. that. Uh, uh, there's another storyline. It's like when they were with Corey and Topanga, when Topanga like when they broke up and everything it's like I feel like Girl Meets World could have tackled that a little bit more if they were on ABC or even ABC Family it's uh it's funny that you mentioned Boy Meets World um they uh because there's a, a comic-con that's happening here in LA this weekend and uh you can actually meet the uh Wolf Riedel which is uh the older brother I think Eric, uh, Eric, 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 and then also Ryder Strong, which is Corey's best best friend. Yeah, oh, and uh, but more importantly, Mr. Feeney is going to be there, dude. I have a Mr. So Mr. Feeney. Yeah, Mr. Feeney's he's 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 up there in terms of age. I'm like I'm wondering if I should you know opt for like an autograph or like a photo op with them, but but um, I don't know. I, I, like like when it comes to that kind of stuff i feel like some of the things that i remember i'm like i wonder if people remember mr feeney you know as as much as i did you know and it's um like so it's very rare that i run into like somebody of of your age and be like oh dude i love boy meets world you know um you know 
you know, I was I was a little bit younger than you were, and I was like, dang, like I I thought Topanga was really annoying, you know, the first two seasons, and yeah. then all of a sudden they go through puberty. I'm like, whoa, Topanga's hot. What the heck? <laughs> and yeah. then all of a sudden you had I had a crush on her just as much as I had on the Pink Ranger. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I, I love Boy Mentorial though. I mean. Um... Uh, someone who was on, I believe, the second and third season, Jason Marsden, he played, well, Jason. So uh, Eric's best friend, so the older brother's best friend, he was actually on this podcast. He was also on Hocus Pocus as being that. Mm. So it's like he was on this podcast at the very beginning, a little over a year ago. It's like he was one of the first, like, guests that actually, like, he's like, he he was like sure i'll be a guest and like he really supported it and so so i was like this is pretty cool and that kind of just like really helped me push forward with the podcast was him and a few yeah i was was gonna ask because i mean it's like uh um when you're reaching out i mean you just kind of just send him a dm kind of like how you sent me like is it just that simple Uh, a little bit sometimes i um i definitely uh i definitely think about it first it's like i I have a lot of people that I want to message, but I don't want to message like everybody because I also want to uh-huh. be special. So that's like, I like, I love your videos. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and message him. It's, it's like, I connect to his videos because of all the commercials and just all the stuff mm-hmm. we've been talking about for the last hour or so. It's like, I, I feel like that's going to be a good interview. And it's like, a lot of the times I, I think about it thinking, well, will this be a good interview? And for the most part, I've, um, I've absolutely loved all the interviews for the most part. It's like, there's been a few, I, I won't mention anything on mm-hmm. air, but like there, there, there's been a few that it's like, that it was an okay interview, but it could be better. And then there's others. So it's like, this is the best interview ever and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I'm just wondering if like, if you ever reach out to them, it's like, it's like all of a sudden, like you hear like their agent and I'm like, Hey, if you want to contact this person, you got to go through me first. <laughs> You know, it's kind of, it's just weird. I don't think so. Actually, no, I don't think so yet. Um, I could be wrong, but uh, I, I don't think so. Not not yet, at least. Now, now, Dwayne Johnson, like, if he ever contacts me, if I get a call from an unknown number and it's like, I'm the Rocks agent, it's like, oh, cool. No, uh, that would be cool, but... Uh, no, I, I don't think that would ever happen, but it's like, yeah. I message some people and it's like some people I'm completely shocked that have been on this podcast, like Bob Bergen, the voice of Porky Pig. He's been the voice of uh, Porky Pig for about 30 years now. And it's like, nice. that was totally shocking. And even, um, like people even like, uh, Adam Wiley, it's like, even though I met him through TikTok and met him a little bit before this podcast. It's like, I started it, and then he was like, yeah, dude, I'll be on your podcast. It's like, I was a little surprised. Like, honestly, was, I, I didn't think I, anybody would honestly want to be a guest. I was just going to kind of talk, well, to myself, I guess, about movies and television. And then I just started um, telling people what it was about. And I just, one of my friends gave me the idea, just keep reaching out to people. And it's just, it's a blast now. And I've I love it so much. I've even been able to get candy because of it. Now that brings up Miss Marita's hard candy slice for you that for those of you that can't see it, I'm holding up a bottle of uh, of Miss Marita hard candy slides. They are on TikTok and uh, Instagram, so go check them out. I love that candy so much. It's like the old grandmother candy that you, that a lot of people grew up with. Grandmothers have it in their purse. Grandfathers always had it in their shirt pocket or something. So it's like, it's like the old hard candy, like the root beer barrels and stuff. They sell that. So Miss Burrito's hard candy sites, go check them out. I'm sorry that I, I thought of that. I was like, Hey, I could use that. <laughs> hey, so you're telling me that if I grab some of that stuff, I'm going to get nostalgia. Just thinking about those hard wrapped candies that grandma used to give me the yeah. ones that look like a little strawberry and it was wrapped with a little green top. So not necessarily well maybe those they i think they do have a strawberry flavor but uh they're, they're pretty good and they're run by some awesome people that i've talked to before on this podcast so it's a it's pretty cool uh pretty cool thing i've been able to do is um the uh the pandemic of course as you know was really hard on a lot of people still is but 
I was just thinking, I was talking to my parents uh, when I started this podcast and I talked about them. I talked to them about it recently. It's like, I just wanted to make a difference. And it's like, I just, now I actually have a real setup with microphone or two. And it's like, Mm -hmm. now I also have this little soundboard thing, but it's like, I just started at the beginning or middle of the uh, pandemic. It's like, I want to try to make a difference. I want to try to make it something where, people could actually sit with their entire family and just listen to something that's just going to make the whole family happy and kind of get their mind off of politics and everything that's going on in the world. And it's just like, it's a good 30 minutes to an hour of just awesome stuff, sometimes nonsense, but then also just like nostalgia like this one. And it's just, that's why I love doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And and you, and you, and it's a really good time to be able to start up on all of this. Like that's, that's how I started with TikTok. I mean, you're starting this podcast, you know, um, everybody kind of has no excuse to try to find a new hobby, a new passion, something that'll bring them um, a, a different version of a, of a joy, um, you know, uh, at, at excelling at something. And I'm glad that you managed to, get this podcast up and running and, you know, and, and asking people and, and having the courage to ask guests on your show and stuff. Cause that's, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's one thing to, uh, to run your own podcast, but it's, I think it's harder being able to manage it, you know, especially if you don't have like a guest that's like very, um, I don't know, uh, very reciprocating in that sense, if that makes sense. Like yeah. if they're just only sitting there and just waiting for you to ask questions then I can see how that would be a little difficult. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. And I'm glad that a lot of people have been finding things within themselves, you know, yourself included, to be able to try something new and just really get out of their box and evolve into something else, which is really cool. It, you know, it makes you, uh, you know, a better person. It makes you a lot more of a, uh, an outgoing person, I think. Um, and a much more relatable person as well, which is, I think, is really important in terms of holding an audience. Thank you. I, um, I, I just, I love it so much. It's just so much fun. And uh, somebody that like uh, a lot of the my promotion and stuff, like when I uh, promote the podcast a lot, when I mention stuff about podcasts, is most of it's on my Instagram. It's like uh, I went to a camp this past summer, which finally we were actually able to go to camps this year like me and some of my friends mm-hmm. that I went to a, a church camp where it was actually at the college that I plan on going to and uh, a girl there that follows me on Instagram she was like oh as I mentioned my name I introduced myself to her she was like oh you wait do you have a podcast I was like yes I do she's like is it this podcast is rigged I said like, yeah and then I realized who she was so it's like that and uh so it's like I made a really good friend because of that. And it's just the podcast has helped a lot. So well, you mean you didn't introduce yourself? I was like, hey, yo, what's up? This is Jay Dub with the Riggs podcast. No. How you doing? No, no, no. Um, I have a few times. This has not worked. I have introduced myself as J Dog because I used to work for a Halloween company. And for Halloween last year, um, 2020, the entire month of October, some September, I was in a hot dog suit on the side of a street in Memphis, Tennessee, where I'm from. And it's like, okay. so I was in the hot dog suit waving that sign. So now some of my friends, like I made tons of videos, I post them on TikTok and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. some of my friends now joke about that. And I'm like, yeah, just call me J-Dog. That's my name, J-Dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Well, well, I don't know if you misheard. I'm calling you uh, J-Dub. J-Dub. Which, J-Dub. I, which I also get. I get J-Dub all the time. But it's like. J-Dub is a cool name, too. It's awesome. It's awesome. That's something I didn't really get until I moved out to Tennessee. I used to live in Texas. So it's like there I didn't get that too much. A lot of people call me J-J. Which is like okay, that's that's something my parents call me, so that's that's cool. But yeah. then like I came here and it's like it became J Dub. I was like, ah, this is sweet. <laughs> I don't know. I guess J Dub is more of a more. I don't know if if it's dang man. I sound old. I was like, it's a hip way of, uh, of referring to uh, to you know to John Walk. You know, hey, that's a good old J Dub right there. I'm like, oh, man, that's J Dub, man. He's wearing the two chains. 
Uh, for those of you that don't know, I am not wearing two t- two chains. No. <laughs> he's wearing a go- he's wearing a goldface uh, uh, red shirt, and uh, he's looking slick right now. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so, is there anything else that you would like to talk about, or maybe even promote before we uh, before we head off you know, off of this interview, and and then the end sign's gonna pop up now, like in the old like nineties movies. So. <laughs> Um, no, man. I mean, I'm, I'm glad, you know, if, if there's something that, that we forgot to talk about, I mean, I'm more than happy to talk about it again. Um, in a future podcast, if if you're down just, just for the heck of it, I've had a lot of fun, um, just reminiscing about a bunch of random stuff and, and I'm glad, um, that we were able to just, you know, talk and just, you know, just be random. If anything, it, I, I honestly, when, when I first, when you first approached me, I just like me personally, I, I just thought that the age gap was there. And I was like, nah, man, this kid isn't going to get me. It's going to be really weird. It's like, I feel, I'm going to feel like I'm going to be talking about this and he won't even get it. But I'm glad that, you know, you, you got like practically like about 90% of my things. So, (laughs) so I, I, I feel, I feel relatable. I I don't feel younger, but I definitely feel like we can relate. Uh, and we're and we're closing that generational gap so that's cool yes i think that generational gap really does hurt a lot of people in a lot of friendships it's like the generational gap just really hurts sometimes it's like i'm trying to break that like try and break that with sledgehammer it's like oh yeah i mean i mean you can't force it but But you know when when it's natural it's natural you know i mean i'm glad that me and you are able to kind of uh find a commonality on, on those types of things so that's what yeah. really matters most definitely uh but please stay connected and the fans of or the listeners i guess i have fans i mean fans listeners of this podcast is rigged please go check out carlos's tiktok and instagram at are they both yeah they're both that the nostalgic latino awesome great uh this this easy peasy lemon squeezy yes this interview is so much fun uh, any catchphrases or anything you want to drop from old 90 shows before we uh, end it? Uh, oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. There you go, my man.